welcome back to another episode of It Doesn't Really Matter. I'm your host, Savannah Mather, and I have to be completely honest, it has been hard to podcast lately. I have felt very, I don't know, I guess uninspired and kind of out of control with my life lately, but then again, like, what else is new? And I just feel like I haven't been able to come up with some really great topics to come on here and talk about for you guys. And as much as that is frustrating for me and sucks because I feel like I'm in this weird creative rut, I also find myself having these really weird, long internal dialogues with myself like on a daily basis about this transitional period that I'm going through right now where I'm trying to figure out who I am and what I want and where I want to go, who I want to be, all of that stuff. And so I have these, I think, deep intellectual conversations in my mind and I always say, hey, that would be really great to podcast about and then it's gone within an instant and I forget about it. But I'm here today, (laughs) and we're just gonna see what happens. (laughs) I, I feel like a lot of us right now are kind of in a little bit of a funk. I don't know if it's because it's the dead of winter and seasonal depression is definitely real. It is for me, especially being in Connecticut right now and I'm not back at school with all my friends and you know I don't have a routine at the moment. I'm I feel like I'm just like a sitting duck waiting for whatever the next big move is going to be in my life and waiting on a few job opportunities to see how they how they play out, but nonetheless it's been a very imperative time for me in terms of self-realization and self-awareness as well. I think that the past few months has been the most time that I've spent alone, just by myself, kind of with my thoughts, probably ever. And even if that might sound kind of sad and lonely, um, it's been very crucial to whatever kind of self-healing process I've been on and I am really thankful for that time that I have alone because I'm learning a lot about myself right now and the person that I'm slowly kind of evolving to be and sometimes it's scary I'm not gonna lie I think that when you really look deep into who you are and the experiences that you've had and the relationships that you've built over time, um, you start to realize a whole lot about yourself, you know, both good and bad, but it's really fucking important. And I have to say that I, weirdly enough, have never felt more secure and confident in myself, you know, in in recognizing my my flaws and 
my doubts, but also what drives me and what makes me happy, what gets me excited in the morning. Those are things that I don't think I would have understood or fully recognized had I not been able to just let myself be alone and focus on myself rather than focusing on all of these external things and people. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is that I'm happy. <laughs> and that's a really that's a really great thing to say. I think how many times do people ask us how we're doing and we say, oh, I'm good, but you don't actually mean it. I think that it's really nice to feel validated in saying that I'm I'm good, you know, when people ask. And yeah, so even though I I maybe feel lost and confused and a bit restless during this weird time <laughs> of uncertainty, um it's exciting. And I wouldn't feel so comfortable in this unfamiliarity if I didn't allow myself to kind of reach deeper over the past few months and learn more about who I am and the person that I want to be. So yeah, I guess my takeaway from that is if you find yourself in a situation where you are alone or if you just find yourself really thinking a lot about what it is that you want out of your life right now, just embrace it. Embrace the the unknown and the uncomfortability and just know that in doing in doing so you will figure it out and you'll feel a hell of a lot better. So there's my advice for the day. <laughs> okay, I also just realized after recording that introduction that my microphone wasn't on the entire time, but we're not going to go and re-record it now that it is on because I already forget everything that I just said the past seven minutes. <laughs> because podcasting is weird. It's like I have all of these thoughts that I want to say and most of the time I'm really just making it up on the spot like I have no plan I have nothing written down which is a terrible form of organization but I already forget what I said and I know that if I go and try and re-record it it's just not going to be the same so we're going to roll with it and I do apologize if the audio is now drastically different but just just forget that minor detail (laughs) but anyway On this episode, I want to talk about tying up loose ends and finding closure when you maybe didn't for something. Uh, That has been a really big theme in my life lately, and I think now that we are in a new year, as fucking cliche as it is, we do still subconsciously you know, self-reflect and try to think about 
the person that we were over the past year and the person that we maybe want to become in this next year. Now, I'm not someone who believes in New Year's resolutions. I think that it's stupid to wait until the next year to want to make a change for yourself. I think that if you want to do something differently with your life, what is stopping you from doing it right then and there? But nonetheless, I still find myself looking back at a lot of crazy things that have happened You know, not just in this past year in 2021, but more so, I guess, in the past few months, in the past few weeks, even. And I have to say, I feel like there was a lot of things in my life during that period of time that didn't receive a lot of closure, and that stresses me out. It really freaks me out when I have unfinished business, you know, whether it's with people or projects or, you know, whatever it is, even if it's with myself trying to figure out something on my own. And so I did try and reach out to someone recently for closure because it wasn't received when we fell apart and I didn't get it. And I do have to say, though, that I don't blame this person for not reciprocating because I think that there's a lot of hurt on both sides and I have to be conscious of the healing that they're doing and what they need for themselves before I can put what I want first because one, that's selfish and two, it's not very realistic to assume that what you need and what you want prevails theirs. So even though I wanted to, I don't know, I wanted to kind of close the door on whatever situation we were in and move on, but on a good note, you know, I I, I didn't like the the feelings of animosity and and uncertainty and bitterness that were kind of floating around that neither one of us had addressed before. I, re- I really hate that feeling because I guess I'm just the kind of person where, you know, no matter what happens between myself and them, if... I still love them and care about them and want nothing but the best for them, then I want them to know that. Even, you know, if it means I can't be next to them anymore. You know, I, I guess I'm I'm the kind of person that wants to love them from afar and watch them grow and achieve all of the things that they want. And, and I want them to know that. And all I do, all I want is the best for them, even if it means not having me there as a part of it. But I think that that is also something that you can't establish until there's there's time for the both of you to heal and be comfortable with that situation, you know? It's very hard to, to grow apart from someone and then immediately 
come back together and make amends and, you know, not be involved in their life anymore, but to have this mutual understanding and respect. Not that that doesn't exist already, but it's really hard after you've been hurt to go back to the source of what hurt you and forgive it. You know, that takes time. That's not something that anyone can just immediately jump into. And that's a really hard pill to swallow. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is that over this past year, there have been a lot of things I feel like left unsaid in my life, not just towards this one person or, you know, multiple people, but just in general. It's hard to be really specific about that. It's just this feeling that I have where where I feel like I've given so much of myself into something and then completely cut it off randomly, you know, without any sort of preparation. And I tend to do that a lot. I, I tend to not obsess, but give all of my time and all of my energy into one thing or one person and I fall in love with it and I'm super, super passionate about it and then all of a sudden it just ends. And I think that I did that with people. I think that I did that with some of my own goals and dreams that I had for myself. I think I did that with my own self-confidence and self-worth. I've done it with a lot of things. So I have all of these small little hills, I guess you could say, that I've built up over time, but never reached the peak. You know, I was on my way there, where I was building all these things up, and I was super excited about them, and really invested in whatever it was, and then it just collapsed, or I fell off of the fucking hill. (laughs) So there's a lot of unfinished business that I left in this past year, and that's super unsettling to me. You know, I am, I feel like I'm free-falling, which isn't always a bad thing, because I don't know where I'm gonna land, and there's a sort of beautiful, ironic message in not knowing where you're going to be next because it makes you excited for anything and open up to literally anything. You know, sometimes I think I would prefer free-falling over being tied down and strapped to the ground. But that's just me. And we all know the saying, if you love something, let it go. If it's meant to be, it'll come back to you. But I can't help but think that that's all a load of shit because if you really love something, why would you let it go in the first place, you know? And yet here I am saying that that's all I've been doing (laughs) is loving all of these things and being so excited about all of these projects and aspirations that I have and for whatever stupid fucking reason, letting them go. And And, you know, I'm still thinking like, you know, whatever happens, happens. Like, I'll figure it out. I'll be fine. And I 
deep down still do believe that if it's meant to be, it'll be, and shit figures its way into your life that's meant to be there. But I also think that there is something to be said for saying, fuck that. I'm not going to wait around for something to just magically work out. You know, I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to take the fucking reins and run for it. And if I fail, I fail, but at least I tried. And I get up again and I, I do something differently or I learn from whatever mistake I made or whatever didn't work out and I just keep going. Because when you get knocked down, the only way you can go is up. And so maybe all of these things that I was trying to pursue over the past year, months, weeks, whatever, they didn't work out because... I was never doing it for myself. I was doing it to satisfy my ego in thinking that I constantly had to be working towards something. I constantly had to be building these relationships and working to be the person that I thought I was supposed to be and I never gave myself the time to kind of step back and focus on what it is that I actually want. You know, I've failed at a lot of things in my life, as we all have, and I don't think a day goes by when we don't think about what if. You know, what if what if I didn't do this? What if I said yes to this instead? What if I never met this person? What if, what if, what if? But we can't think about what if We can only think about what now. Okay, I'm in this position. What's next? Not thinking about the past and what could have been. Because that doesn't fucking matter anymore. You can't go back and change what you've done, who you've met, anything. You know, I like to think that every situation, every experience, every relationship is brought into your life for a reason. And if it doesn't work out, then that means that it's a learning experience. And I have lost a lot of things in my life. I've lost a lot of people, especially this past year. This past year has been full of a lot of loss. And that might sound pretty depressing and sad, but I choose not to look at it like that. I choose to look at it more as, you know, I'm really thankful and I'm really grateful for all of those things that didn't work out. Because if they didn't work out, then that means that there's something else out there that's bigger and better for me to find. And whatever that was, or whoever that was, was a gift. And they showed me something. I learned from them in some way. So yes, I do feel like I have a lot of loose ties with certain experiences and certain people. But I think instead of 
trying to rely on the other person or other thing to tie it back together with you, who's to say that you can't do it yourself? You know, I think that when we are in the face of failure or loss or uncertainty, we want to look at external factors and other people to help us shut the door on it. Whether it's a breakup or a failed project or a job that didn't work out or a friendship that suddenly came to an end. We want to rely on the other side to come meet us in the middle because even if there's no chance of it getting put back together, we at least want closure and we want to feel like it was still worth something, right? You know, all of that time and effort and energy that you put into this, you want to know that the other person or the other thing felt the same way and that it wasn't a waste. But I guess I'm here to tell you that it it wasn't a waste and you don't need the validation from the other side to tell you. You know, you are capable of, for lack of a better phrase, grabbing life by the balls and... <laughs> closing the door yourself. You know, when you, when you keep it open, you're just inviting a lot of resentment and false hope for something that may or may not ever be repaired or something that may or may never come back into your life. You know, it's a time to it's a time to focus on yourself and how you get to control your own narrative instead of allowing all of these outside things and outside people control it for you. You know, I think personally in my case, especially when it comes to losing someone, I'm so quick to say sorry as well. I'm so quick to say I'm sorry that it didn't work out and I'm sorry that I couldn't be the person that you wanted me to be and I'm sorry that maybe it was all just wrong place wrong time but I don't want to be stuck saying sorry anymore and and I don't have realistically anything to be sorry for if anything I'm done saying sorry and I'm ready to start saying thank you you know, thank you for being there at that place and at that time. There there wasn't a wrong place, wrong time. And I, I get so confused when people ask me if I believe in right person, wrong time. You know, I think I just believe in every person at any time. <laughs> you know, that doesn't mean that you can't still wish that things were different. And you can't still wish that things worked out. But if they didn't, then they didn't for a reason. And that's also not to say that it can't work out at another time or at another place. But whatever the relationship or whatever the experience was at that time, 
just is what it is. Or is what it was, rather. And like I said before, you can't take that back. You can't go back in time and try to undo it or try to do anything different because it's not possible. (laughs) So you can only grow from that situation or that person and also understand and appreciate the fact that they or it will always have a piece of you with them forever. You know, it's pretty crazy to think about how we go through life and there are so many different chapters that we write for ourselves. And if you really think about the people and the experiences involved in every chapter, each one tells a drastically different story of who you are and where you are in your life. And so by kind of revolving back to this whole theme of tying up loose ends and finding closure. By that I mean it's time to fucking put a period at the end of the sentence and flip the fucking page and write the next chapter. At the end of the day, it's still going to be a great fucking book to read because of who and what was involved in each chapter doesn't mean your story is any less better. certainly doesn't mean that the story's over. I think maybe I'm going off on a tangent here, but (laughs) I think it's just important to be grateful instead of regretful of whatever it is that you're trying to move past, whoever it is that you're trying to move past. You know, if something doesn't work out, then I say thank you for showing me what it is that I don't want. Thank you for showing me how it is that I want to be treated. You know, for every failure in life, it brings you that much closer to understanding what your success is. And that's a really important lesson that took me a very, very long time to realize. There's something really comforting, but also truly heartbreaking about the fact that nothing lasts forever. Pain, for example, doesn't last forever, but love doesn't always either. So it's a very sharp, double-edged sword. And we like to be certain about things as humans. We find comfort in certainty and security and stability. But I guess if nothing lasts forever, then all you have to worry about is right now.